right, let's start the show. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday the 13th. Ooh. Even though it's like, you know, Monday the 16th for y'all. It's Friday the 13th for us, so it's a very special holiday here at A Strange Exchange. It's a spoopy holiday, which are my favorites. Can we get the Twilight Zone? The dee 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 doo dee 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 doo dee 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 doo dee 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 doo. I think we got it. Is that copyright infringement? Am I going to get sued? I doubt it. It's okay. Rod Serling is dead. So, <laughs> anyway. So, since we are uh, actually in the past right now, I hope you all had a happy Friday the 13th and uh, nothing bad happened to you. I hope it was lucky and spooky all at once. Wow, those are the names of two people I know. Oh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> shall, shall we open we, some shall beers? Shall we get started? Yes. All right. Clink. Clink. Yeah, you did really great. Your uh, drink sound effects are wonderful. It's because I've had so much practice drinking. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, welcome to the Strange Exchange. With Seth. And Lo. Hey. Hi, Compi. How are you? Good. Glad to be here. Hey, me too. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you hesitated a lot. Mostly I was thinking about being alive, and I was like, oh, no, I'm not happy about that. So, <laughs> I know. didn't ask for this. <laughs> God damn it. It's dark times we live in, friend. <laughs> dark times. Anyway, so welcome. Welcome. And this is a kind of a special Friday the 13th episode. We're going to get extra strange and spooky today. It's my element. I thrive in it. I'm your weird high school friend who wouldn't <laughs> let go of Nightmare Before Christmas. You're my weird adult friend who wouldn't <laughs> let go of Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> At least I don't have a Jack and Sally tattoo. The only thing happening there that uh, could have prevented that was financial. Yeah. Before we get into really celebrating the holiday, it's time for that LA wildlife. What's been going on around Los Angeles lately? Hey, Compi. Hey, Compi. How are you doing? Ha ha. Yeah. Did, did you encounter any LA wildlife recently? I was the wildlife this week. You were the wildlife. I had to go visit one of those banking institutions in town, and as I'm often want to do i took my bicycle and rode into town because a few days ago it was actually not like living in hell in los angeles it was very nice it was in the 70s it was a wonderful day took a really nice bike ride downtown uh, let me just be frank it was the world's worst bank it literally had (laughs) no teller windows they just had two personal banking windows and two fancy ass bank machines anyway I went in. I was really surprised. It was enough room for me to take my bicycle in. I rolled my bike up in front of my machine, and I'm sitting there doing a little banking, and all of a sudden, pow! The people in the banks, actually, like, in the booths, like, behind the thing, ducked. Everybody, everybody looked at me. I looked around. I was trying to figure out what the hell it was, too. I realized after maybe a half a second, oh, I just blew a bike tire. Oh, no. And these people come <laughs> running out from behind the counters looking at me like there's going to be trouble. And I'm like, I had a flat. I had a flat. So just to clarify, you brought your bike inside the bank and then the tire exploded for... Unknown reasons? Unknown reasons. Yeah, so this was actually the first day in several weeks that it was warm. And I pumped my bike tires up before I left and I rode down the street and it warmed up even more. Oh, no. So the, the 100 pounds of pressure that I put in it turned into maybe 130 or something. I don't know. Because the front tire didn't blow, but the back one did. And uh, I really was concerned for just a second about what was going on. Like, maybe I was going to get shot. And then I realized, oh, you might get shot because you're the one making the noise. 
It's surprising how loud a bicycle tire is when it explodes right in front of you. It's not a pleasant thing. I hope to never experience it. I walked down the street. I paid a guy 13 bucks. He sold me a tube and repaired it at the DTLA Bikes. Uh, great, out. great stop on Broadway. They're down between 4th and 5th Street on the west side of Broadway in downtown LA. DTLA Bikes. Stop in and tell them uh, Strange Exchange sent you. From, from that experience, so these people kind of thinking that the bank was being held up. So one time, uh, my friend and I were at a Denny's um, in the middle of the morning, and this guy walked in, like this this really like tweaked out person walked in, was kind of being erratic, and he's holding one of those U-shaped bike locks. And my friend and I immediately noticed at the same time, and both of us had this immediate sinking feeling, just, oh my God, that guy has an Uzi, and he's gonna blast all of the people in this place. And I for like, never want to have the thought, oh my God, I'm gonna die in this Denny's. Seriously, that was my exact <laughs> thought as I was like, oh God, I'm gonna die in a Denny's. I've had that feeling after many a Denny's meal. <laughs> okay, but I was, I thought I was gonna be shot to death. And and less deserved. I mean, let's face it, Seriously. if you actually eat at Denny's, I mean, coffee, pancakes, they're good. Like everything else from there, I don't go. You order a moons over my hammy and you're just fucked. <laughs> have you ever been to Denny's in like Florida, places like that? They actually have liquor licenses they serve like cocktails at the table what good lord we got a good no i never want to go to florida that's fair have you ever been to disney world no i haven't ha, it's on my I list i still have one on you i did that when i was five so i don't oh, really count fuck it both of you so yeah anyway we both briefly thought we were gonna die at the hands of like <laughs> a crazed gunman in this denny's and we both looked at each other and the look on our faces like at the same time we're just this is it and we both looked back at the guy and realized he was just, you know, like this really frantic person holding a, a U-shaped bike lock. And both of us breathed sighs of relief at the same exact time. This is it. My <laughs> my face is going to be shown on a CNN in memoriam thing. The eight victims at the Denny's on Sunset. I hope they use the cartoon version of you in our uh, art. It's going in my will. <laughs> if I die, use only the the art my friend boo uh did the artwork for our podcast and she was so fantastic and lovely and yeah. just did such a it's good so job pretty she made seth look like a ken doll which i'm really excited about same honestly and my same. hair looks better in that than it ever has in real life <laughs> so also same shout out to boo uh her instagram and stuff is going to be linked in in the little description below but yeah she fucking killed it yeah she nailed it it's perfect it's beautiful it's lovely it's everything i ever wanted so yeah if you guys ever need artwork or anything she accepts commissions and stuff and super 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 duper lovely and wonderful and uh yeah go check her out so uh 10 11 days ago was fourth of july we had a our, our usual 4th of July here in Los Angeles where we basically just go and look out the window at the fireworks show because everywhere else in town people like get in their cars, they pile into some with it, get in some place, they wind up at the, a place with a whole bunch of other people, they stand shoulder to shoulder and watch stuff go Ooh. Ah. and they all take pictures of their video cameras and it's kind of ridiculous because you know honestly in 20 minutes it's over with and then they're all standing shoulder to shoulder trying to get to their cars and they're trying to get back home. And it's just like a whole thing that they go through a whole lot of trouble for no reason. Even in the best parts of town, down at the marina, and everybody walks because they all live within a mile or two there. Everybody in Venice walks. It's still the same thing. The best part, my favorite part, when they have it fogged in. Because mm. occasionally it'll be just completely fogged in. And you'll hear, shh, 
Pink. <laughs> Everything turns Shh. pink for a second. Red. Oh, I love that. That sounds much more lovely than most fireworks. Well, and I'm sure it muffles the sound a lot more, too. It does, and it also makes the guys who are shooting the fireworks feel really bad about the whole thing. They tend to make it just like, bam, win, bam, bam. Win, bam, goddamn bam, win. It's over, over, over. We're done. We're out of here. Fuck this. We're wasting this our time. This was a 48-second fireworks show. Go home. Have a nice night. That has all three things that I like. Fog, colors, and making men feel bad. <laughs> So I think next year we have to do uh, the thing in Marina Del Rey. And hopefully it's fogged in. And hopefully more men feel bad. And hopefully all the men feel bad. <laughs> so here in, in Los Angeles, fireworks are illegal. Everybody, the only place you can actually see fireworks is at an official fireworks show. Or in our neighborhood for the first week and a half before and for the rest of the summer. So our tradition here in the house is to hang out until around sunset. And then we go up to the fourth floor and we just stare out the window for literally three hours. From 8.30 until 10.30 every night, it's a non-stop fireworks show. It's and beautiful. It's, well, it's spectacular. The best part about it is, and the thing that everybody always remarks about, of course, is that all of these people out here shooting off all of these fireworks, running the risk of ticket or arrest or worse, are all exactly the same people that all the Trumpies want to get rid of and throw out of the country. Celebrating our country so hard. They are just going to town on it. It's, and it, it's really, you know, it's kind of, it, there's an irony there and there's a beauty there. It's, you know what, America, fuck yeah. Oh, and also, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> How about your wildlife? You seen anything going on out there? So a while back, a friend of mine visited LA and we went on a little adventure and stuff. And because she was more familiar with downtown, we went down there, uh, which was interesting for me because at that point I had never really been in downtown LA. So it was an entirely different experience, even though like now I basically live in it. That's yeah. that's my whole world. <laughs> it's downtown LA. <laughs> we went to the Starbucks uh, to charge our phones. Both of them were dying. We were looking out the window and from the window there was this huge fountain thing and there was a big area that that a lot of people were walking barefoot in. So I assume it was kind of encouraged. We were in this Starbucks watching this dad and he looked like Desmond from Lost. So Desmond from Lost is fucking out there. And he and his like seven-year-old son are doing like full-on capoeira, which if you're unfamiliar is like a Brazilian martial arts thing that's mixed with dancing. And it's really like, it's this fluid movement that's really, really beautiful. I'm like doing it as I'm saying yeah, this. Yeah. So basically he's hanging out in this fountain with his kid and uh, he's doing his capoeira thing and it's so graceful and stuff that he looks like he's a waterbender from Avatar. <laughs> Like, he's just, like, pulling water up off of the air and, like, flicking it off of his fingers and doing these, like, weird dance moves and, like, tossing his kid around like he's a rag doll. But the kid is Buster Keaton, essentially, and is just, like, doing well with everything. He's tumbling. He's rolling. He's, like, doing cartwheels and shit. He's fucking killing it. So it sounds like you encountered an actual waterbender. Kind of, yeah. That's what it felt like. It was like a water bending with like an old school like vaudevillian act, and it was just this beautiful kind of moment. I remember you telling me about this, and I feel like I saw a video. Does that there, exist? Uh, ooh, I don't we're gonna search for footage, and if we find it, it's going on the internet. I'm okay with that. We'll tweet that. I think there might be 
footage of it. Hell because yeah. It was something that we like KK and I just like sat there transfixed in the window for like 25 straight minutes, like watching this guy and his kid <laughs> just do these beautiful like artistic whatever the fucks and be so athletic at the same time. If you'd like to see some footage of this, go to artistic whatever the I've never seen anything like that outside of LA. Downtown LA is kind of like my jungle too. My jungle too. I like this is that's like almost uh, like wicked. Concrete jungles where dreams are made of. <laughs> now you're in LA. Um, Everything smells like urine. <laughs> Cause now you're in LA. So I'm very familiar with downtown LA. Uh, we spend a lot of time down there, and uh, like many populated places tourist destinations and things like that there are always people out there trying to get you to give them money and i get it because they're always out there for a good cause like the environment or for children or the aclu things like that and i have stopped and talked to them and literally the only thing that happens is they get you to sign up for a monthly donation which is cool but like i appreciate that there are people out there trying to get it but you know let me live my life um, we've, we've seen them out there a lot and it's kind of a weird thing because I don't want to avoid them. They're so nice and they're out there doing a good thing. But at the same time, I'm just like, I don't have time for this. Well, and I already do, you know, my own shit where I put my money. I put it where, where I can. believe it should go and where you can and where I can. Exactly. And I think with like people like us, you know, we, we are like distinct looking and stuff. And unfortunately that like makes us so much more of targets yeah. than other people because every time I walk past those folks, I remember the first time it happened to me, one guy stopped me and he just looked at me and he was just like, wow, you are so cool looking. And I really mean that. And then three days later, I heard the exact same thing from one of the people in those vests. He was just like, I'm not going to lie right now. You are so cool looking. And I was like, oh, suck my dick, dude. <laughs> and immediately I felt less bad. I was just like, oh, you just use all the same lines on the same people that helps because i use the same lines on those people too either i'm already doing something or no i already talked to the people two blocks over because if you notice if you walk through downtown and you come across these people you go like you know four or five blocks away there's another intersection that is plastered with these people invest trying to get you to sign up for their subscriptions um to donate we're good there you go got you Appreciate I, you. I have too much guilt for that. Yeah, I know. Isn't that a really, really long way of saying I gave it the office? I donated already. Yeah, basically. You've heard the three lies, right? What? Well, shit, I can only remember two. Uh, the check's in the yes, mail. Yes, I love you. Oh, yes, checks in the I mail. Yes, I came, and yes, I mailed that. Next. Check's in the mail. I won't come in your mouth. <laughs> And something else that I never remember. See, this is one of my problems with life. And trust me, yes. I can pull out. No, I was about to say, <laughs> we got we to gotta go womanly with this one. Yes, I came. <laughs> That's Fair. the biggest lie ever told. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. Looking for a quality education that doesn't break the bank? In this day and age? Look no further than Southwestern West End University of the Northern Hemisphere. All of her courses are straight-to-work programs. Majors include the past, plusing and minusing, body stuff, cops, and more. <laughs> Those don't sound like real majors. The only real major here is the major disappointment you'll feel missing out on your education. Did I mention all courses are online? I'm not paying thousands of dollars for a phony degree. 
Even if I can do it in my pajamas. Thousands? What do you think this is? DeVry University? No, no, no. Our full courses from day one to job placement start at three easy payments of $79.99. That is pretty affordable. Exactly. Come check out our campus website at www.soeastwestenduofnh.com for more information. And welcome back. Hi, guys. I don't know if you noticed, but it took a bong hit during the uh, the commercial. Yeah, trust I heard me, that. we noticed. <laughs> That's why I took that line. I wasn't sure if you were going to be uh, doing <laughs> was, that or not. I was going to cough my way through it. I thought it'd be hilarious. Does anyone have a scissors? It's really hard to rip these plastic rings so turtles don't die. Um, but yeah, why is there one extra beer? We should have had... It's mine. She is absolutely right. Take it. You guys can split it. I don't need another beer. Deal. Listen to me. I can't even say judicial system without even messing it up. (laughs) You said judicial system just fine. Welcome to our special Friday the 13th episode. In spirit of Friday the 13th, I figured we should talk about some of our uh, supernatural experiences, any we've had, anything... uh, weird and unknown and maybe strange oh i love this i'm so excited about this segment so we all live in a fairly old building uh this thing's been here for a while hey compy how long has this building been here 1943 cool all right a while so uh it's expected that there would be some sort of spirits and things just living in the walls sometimes we experience those fortunately everything i've experienced in this building has been fine like nothing menacing nothing scary nothing you know sad uh my favorite ghost actually i have my a favorite ghost favorite ghost oh that's gonna be my <laughs> album title my favorite ghost my favorite ghost um is the cat ghost that we have on our floor oh bobby oh it's bobby yeah it used to be compy's cat bobby died on the fourth floor in a terrible bicycling accident rest in peace bobby but you know what bobby's still hanging around and and we have cats up there that Bobby plays with and mm-hmm. there are often times when we see our cats just playing with something that's not there. Bobby once bit a hole in my toe while I was asleep. Is weird. That weird. Only- that's weird because I often feel a cat stepping onto my bed and I look and there's no cat. But most often my toes are tingling when it's happening. Bobby's like all into toes, man. He used to bite my toes. <laughs> Even as a cat Actually, ghost. that's, I mean, yeah. Cool, but cool, yeah, cool. so I've noticed our cats playing with uh, with Bobby and definitely felt Bobby coming up and trying to get my attention in my bed. Has Bobby ever tried to drag you to hell? No. <laughs> it's been weird because most recently it's been feeling like a cat walking on my bed next to me. A pressure. Yeah, I felt that before too. Um, But before that, I have felt like a cat on my chest because I knew there wasn't a cat there. I knew there was nothing there. But it felt like a cat was sitting on my chest and I felt tingles on my nose and my cheeks. I've definitely had our cats rub up on me like that when they sit there. Mm -hmm. So I think I was feeling the same thing. But who knows? I mean, (laughs) I'll vouch to a certain extent. I don't think I've I've felt uh, Bobby's presence as much as you have. But I have experienced a lot of things where the cats will be playing or meowing or staring at like a Mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. And uh, it is always kind of disconcerting. You're like, um, hey, bud, what are you looking at? Can I help you? Right. Is this the cat ghost or the stairwell ghost? Like, right. I need to know. Ooh, the stairwell ghost. So I have two stories about 
ghosts in this building as well. Uh, the first one I'm going to delve into because it's less frequent is um, the ghost on fifth floor. There is a lady ghost on fifth floor. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Okay. I'm really interested. <laughs> I don't want any more details, actually. Nope. I nope, disagree. That's, that's all I need. <laughs> Bye. Um, so the first time I heard it was a couple of years ago. And I do remember I was by myself and I had just started the Twilight Zone. You know, it's still going through the Rod Serling talking through the whole fucking thing thing. And uh, I don't know, I just heard the sound of a woman laughing. And it was very quiet. It sounded like it was coming from inside the bathroom. Like, right. that's where I heard it from. And that's on the other side of the kitchen from where you were. So yeah. it's not like it was close. Yeah, it was, it was relatively far away. And there was several walls between. And that, that is how muffled it sounded to me. Um, and I remember pausing the show and I walked down the hall and I walked past all the bedrooms and stuff and I just made sure that I didn't hear anything and nobody was doing anything or saying anything or being anything and uh that was kind of the end of that I turned the twilight zone off and I went back downstairs I went back to bed I was like "Mm, no I'm good I'm good that's about when it's time yeah so that was my experience with that one um which I actually had another roommate validate actually like a year and a half later so he told me all about basically it was the same experience um and it was really really cool i was like right honestly i've seen seen shadows up there but i've never heard any we saw the same one Mm -hmm. that one time yeah just like a weird gray straight and it was right over by the bathroom too Mm -hmm. so the other ghosts that i've seen in our home uh specifically this is the one that i've seen the most often although i will admit it's been a while Oh, mine Um, was really recent. It was like last week. Oh, wow. Okay. There have been a handful of times where a couple of us us have experienced walking down our stairwell. So we have this old concrete stairwell that just goes out into the street. There will be occasions where we're walking and I notice a shadowy figure in the stairwell. Usually on a landing. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing is that it always disappears by the time you hit that landing. It's like a very out of the corner of your eye and nothing else thing. And that's how most of this is. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing to me is it doesn't feel malicious. It's it, just it, it doesn't, out. Yeah, it doesn't feel good either. It's just there. I have always had this sort of position about superstition. It's really not so much anything as an admission of uh, superstition. Because the truth is that when I was a kid, my granny used to say, it's bad luck to be superstitious. Please hand me a blanket. It's golden here. (laughs) Why do you have to ruin my joke, man? (laughs) Sorry. Because it was such a good follow-up. When I was a kid, my granny used to say, give me a blanket. It's cold in here. And then she'd say, it's bad luck to be superstitious. But the truth is that I have always been superstitious. I still to this day start every single time I ride a bicycle with my right foot and not my left. If I get on it and I start pedaling with my left, I'll put both my feet in the air and start over with my right foot. To this day, I cannot listen to the beginning and the end of a Leonard Skinner song without something bad happening to me. That's weird. I've never heard that one. Nope. I am like cuckoo bananas, okay? (laughs) But at the same time, I understand that this is really not about like you know some bad leonard skinner mojo juju stuff it's about me being crazy and being concerned about such things being a problem and i'm not opposed to actually indulging them but at the same time i am also keenly aware of the fact that it's really more about self-fulfilling prophecy than anything else which is what granny used to say after you got our blanket right you got to warm her up before she gives you these good ones (laughs) 
Actually, Granny used to say, I'm cold, give me some whiskey. <laughs> there That's you go. also fair. If you blame it on yourself, then it's OCD. If you blame it on the universe, it's superstition. That's really pretty much the end of it. I guess, yeah. 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 And now, a word from our sponsors. Are you one of those lucky folks on this planet that was born without celiac disease? Or perhaps you're just fed up with every trendy fad that's come around in the last few years telling you that it's cool, hip, and fresh to stay away from glorious gluten? More and more products are coming out without gluten or with gluten removed. This leaves us gluten gluttons with a few questions. Where does the gluten go? And can I have it? Well, now you can. Presenting gluten a tube, pure gluten paste now comes in an easy-to-squeeze tube so you can take that glute level all the way to 10, or maybe even 11. Spread it on toast, top your pasta with it, or squeeze it directly in your mouth. The uses are endless. Get yourself gluten a tube today. Now comes in travel size. Warning, this product does not improve your glutes. So welcome back from that commercial break. What did we learn this week? So I actually uh, did a little research and learned about this very special holiday friday the 13th and um you'd be surprised at how many people are suspicious to the point of like staying home and doing nothing on this day it's estimated that 800 to 900 million dollars are lost in business in the united states on friday the 13th every time it happens million 800 to 900 million dollars with an m yep is that just one business or like I think that's just the economy. Across America? I was going to say, that's one really unlucky dude. <laughs> $900 million across the United States? Lost in one day in business transactions. That's incredible. Because of superstition. There's some superstitious motherfuckers out there. Yep. This week, I learned that the sugar wars are beginning. Sugar. The what? The sugar wars. There have been skirmishes in the past. New York City making giant sodas cost more because there's a tax on giant sodas. But in California, we have finally crossed the actual point of no return, I think, because this last week, Big Sugar threatened California with a cash war by spearheading and bankrolling a statewide anti-tax initiative unless the legislators agreed to ban all the cities and counties in California from taxing sugary beverages. Gross. So there's currently a movement underway in California's state legislature to make it illegal for cities and counties to tax sugary beverages more than other beverages. And it's really, it's the beginnings of this sort of like morality culture war that we're seeing across the board. You know, it's always... they talk about downfalls of cultures and downfalls of civilizations, and it's always about the same thing. In this case, it's going to be money. <laughs> Who would have thought? We don't know if it's going to be because of, like, marijuana. There's a huge, massive business in marijuana right now. And there are, you know, states like Colorado and Washington who are pulling down Big Bank from just taxing people doing what they've been doing illegally for a really long time. Well, it makes sense, you know, for us also to be taking taxes on things that that cause a net negative in society. Right. And there are already a lot of sin taxes in place. There's Mm -hmm. a liquor tax and nicotine taxes and marijuana taxes. And the sugar tax is not significantly different. It's the same damn thing. Okay, but it's a different number. Recreational marijuana is taxed up to 35 percent i'm sure the sugar tax is much less but it's still taxed 35 percent for recreational we should threaten to we should threaten to uh 
tax sugar like we tax marijuana. Well, that's the oh, thing. Sure. You know, everybody, everybody's <laughs> See looking, how they feel about that. Everybody's looking at this from the perspective of, well, if we tried to tax the marijuana users, that's going to come in at some place around 10, 20% of the people. But if we tax the sugar users, that's, that's a pretty much 100% right there. That's, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at 99.5%. To quote the great Guilfoyle, there are very few things I will defend with a true passion. Miracle. Next. Miracle marijuana. Miracle. <laughs> That's our next commercial. Write it down. Miracle marijuana. There are very few things that I will defend with a true passion. Medical marijuana, the biblical Satan as a metaphor for rebellion against tyranny, and motherfucking goddamn cryptocurrency. Amen. And blessed be his name. <laughs> So, Lo, what did you learn this week? So, I'm I'm going to end this on a kind of interesting, weird note. It is a strange exchange, after all. So, this week I learned that our second president, John Adams, while he was in office, he had two dogs, and one of them was named Satan. And I just think that's absolutely wonderful. Can you believe we can't even get a dog named Satan in our White House right now? Satanist 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is the message y'all wanted to attach to yourselves. Happy Friday the thirteenth. Can I can I just take a second to say we're we're in some dark times. It feels bleak a lot of the time, but like there's a lot of us out here that are still full of love and have things to give to the people around us and I think that it's a really important thing to remember the things that are good in your life and remember when you're walking through this dark dark world and you see those lights at the end of the street go on down and see them because they're probably your friends they're bright people in the shining darkness that we're surrounded in that sounds more like a serial killer ad than i was going for but you know anyway i just wanted to let everyone out like i don't know it won't be fine, but we'll we'll survive. It won't be fine. We'll it will survive. be fine. Everything's going to be okay. Eventually. This is fine. Yeah. Love will overcome. Give peace a chance. So happy Friday the 13th, everyone. Thank you for uh, joining us on this Monday the 16th or later, whenever it is. That is all for this one. Don't forget to uh, follow us on Twitter at Seth and Lopod. Um, all the links to all the things are down below, whether it's our artist or whether it's... Uh, the studio that we're in right now go find the links go look at the stuff and uh we'll be back next week we can't wait to fill your ears with our weird sounds (laughs) (laughs) how does that feel y'all good good because i feel good about it and cut all right done